Oramai. Good morning. This is Judith Lay welcoming you to Manx Radio and to the podcast of this week's edition of At Your Service. Manx Radio. After darkness, light. After winter, spring. After dying, life. Alleluia, alleluia. Come whatever may, God will have his way. Welcome Easter Day. The day that sees him rise. And that's exactly what today is, the day that's at the very heart of the Christian faith, when Jesus, crucified on Good Friday, rose from the dead and opened, for all who choose to follow him, the way to an everlasting life. In our programme last week, we heard Russell Bolter describe the events of the week that the Church calls holy a week that begins with Jesus entering Jerusalem to a hero's welcome and ends with betrayal and desertion by his closest friends, a mockery of a trial and death by crucifixion, one of the most cruel tortures. But the story didn't end there. We're going to rejoin Russell in a moment as he talks about what happened after the soldiers took Jesus down from the cross and his beaten and broken body was laid in a borrowed grave through the kindness of a stranger. Over that weekend, the disciples went into hiding in fear that their lives would be taken as well. Indeed, after the arrest, his very best friend and right-hand man, Peter, denied three times that he even knew Jesus. They were terrified and confused. They'd never imagined it would have ended the way it did, and when they saw Jesus die, they were completely devastated. As dawn broke on the Sunday morning, 
some women headed to the tomb to anoint the body with expensive spices. Mary Magdalene ran ahead of the group and was the first to see that the massive stone covering the tomb had been moved. The tomb itself was empty and the soldiers guarding the grave had fled. Mary couldn't believe her eyes and turned and ran to tell two disciples, Peter and John, what had happened. They sprinted to the tomb and saw for themselves the open grave, the empty sheets in which his body had been wrapped. And they left, John believing, Peter wondering. It was then that Mary and the other women saw angels. And then Jesus himself appeared to them. He was alive. After appearing to Mary and the other women, he appeared to the other disciples and hundreds of others over a period of 40 days. People in increasing numbers saw him, spoke with him and even ate with him. Jesus taught them more about the love of God and encouraged them to share this good news with others. At his final appearance on the Mount of Olives southeast of Jerusalem, he said goodbye for what was to be the last time and then suddenly and dramatically disappeared from view as he went back to be with his Father in heaven. Nothing would ever be the same again. work often features on this program is John Rutter, and like so many of us, he has been deeply touched and challenged by the situation in Ukraine. This is what he said recently. How can a composer respond to a global tragedy? I suppose by writing music. Like everybody, um, I have been shocked and dismayed by the events of recent days. And the first thing I wanted to do was write some music that would respond in my own way. I went to a late night service in my old college chapel where they sang a setting of a lovely Ukrainian prayer. So having encountered the text in another musical setting on Wednesday night, on Thursday, I wrote my own music. I hope the meaning of the text will resonate in people's hearts. I had the opportunity to put it together at very short notice with this wonderful group of 300 people. It still speaks with my own voice, but in terms that reach out to the Ukrainian people in their hour of need. 
Good Lord, protect Ukraine. Give her strength, courage, faith, hope. Amen. God of all peoples and nations, who created all things alive and breathing, united and whole, show us the way of peace that is your overwhelming presence. We hold before you the peoples of Ukraine and Russia, every child and every adult. We long for the time when weapons of war are beaten into plowshares, when nations no longer lift up sword against nation, we cry out for your peace. Protect those who only desire to live in security and safety. Comfort those who fear for their lives and the lives of their loved ones. Be with those who are bereaved. Change the hearts of those set on violence and aggression and fill leaders with the wisdom that leads to peace. Kindle again in us a love of our neighbor and a passion for justice to prevail, and a renewed recognition that we all play a part in peace. Creator of all, hear our prayer and bring us peace. Amen. John Rutter conducting a choir of 300 voices singing the musical setting of a Ukrainian prayer that he wrote to reach out to the people of Ukraine in this their hour of need. A literal translation of the text is Lord, protect Ukraine. Give us strength, faith 
and hope. Our Father. Amen. The additional prayer for peace was by our local Christian Aid representative, Louise Whiteleg. Christian Aid, just one of the many relief agencies doing all that they can to relieve the suffering of so many innocent people caught up in this difficult and dangerous situation. And now we welcome back Ruth Rice. Ruth, who's been joining us each week during Lent, armed with her latest book, The A to Z of Wellbeing. Each week, Ruth has been choosing a letter from her alphabet of well-being, offering us some ideas of how we might find our own peace and wholeness and perhaps even reach this Easter day with a kind of new life of our own. Manx-born Ruth founded the charity Renew Wellbeing following her own breakdown some 12 years ago. They are simple cafe-style spaces where mental well-being is the top priority. They're safe, relaxed spaces where hobbies, games and interests can be shared and where companionship and cups of tea are always available. But it's also totally okay to come to a Renew space and sit alone in silence if that's what you'd prefer. Everyone and anyone is welcome at Renew spaces without pressure or judgment. But Ruth's own personal faith puts God at the very centre of all she is and all she does. Ruth is back now with a last look at her alphabet of well-being. Could it be E for Easter? So here it is, Easter Day, my favourite day of the year. I love this day. He is risen. The biggest story of my well-being of my life is the fact that Jesus has died and risen again and he's the one who holds the cup of my life. And what he has done for me, what he has won for me, can never be undone. And so I bring you the last three letters in the book, The A to Z of Wellbeing, X, Y and Z. And X is from X marks the spots, the places that bring you well-being, the spaces that you find well-being. For me, besides still water, here on the Isle of Man is one of my well-being places. And I wonder whether your well-being place today could be within this story of resurrection. There's a well-being place within the Bible where Mary comes to the garden to find the body of Jesus, to put some ointment on that body and finds that he is risen, finds that the risen Jesus is there. I believe the risen Jesus is still among us and meets us in the gardens that we're in of disappointment and the gardens of loss. And why? Well, why is for you? You, you are part of my well-being. You, the person that you are, it's important, really important. It's why this Easter story exists. If you weren't important to God, he would never have sent Jesus, he'd never have come. And how do I know that you were important? Well, the Bible is just full of it. And I love in, in John 21, at the end of this resurrection story, one of the first things Jesus does is he doesn't put on like a, a big rally to show everybody he's come back from the dead. He cooks breakfast on a beach for his friends. And his particular friend, Peter, who he knows is disappointed with himself because he's let Jesus down. He comes to restore him, not just with words, but with a cooked breakfast. Who wouldn't want to follow a God who comes and cooks breakfast on a cold morning when you're disappointed and at a loss. Isn't that just the most beautiful few words? Come and have breakfast. Have a look at the story in John 21 and know that you 
are the one he came for, that you are the one that he wants to restore. And then Z, in my A to Z of well-being, I just use the Zs of sleep, you know, like the snoring. And at the end of each day, we will come back and go through the habits of well-being again, because this isn't a one-off thing. Even though the resurrection of Jesus is a one-off act, our resurrection, our coming back to life, is a daily, minutely act that he has to do through our habits and our hobbies and the things that we do each day that remind us that we are alive in him. And so Z is also about that final sleep when one day we'll take our final breath, which might sound a bit depressing. But actually, if we practice well-being now as something that already exists, we don't make it happen. Jesus has one well-being for us at the cross, and that's what we celebrate on this Easter day, that we live within a story of shalom, of wholeness that exists beyond us. And that will never change. That's where I get my well-being from, even on a bad day. And so I bring you this last little poem from Why is for You. Who is God to you? What aspects of his character have you understood or maybe misunderstood? How would you describe yourself? What are your greatest gifts and strengths? And maybe taking those two things, our identity crisis, not knowing who we are and not knowing who he is, can lead us into all sorts of lack of well-being. But when we know he loves us, he's shown it, he's proved it, he'll never leave us. That's what this Easter day is about. And here's the prayer. It's personal. This life he died to give, it's personal. This hope that took his breath, it's personal. This joy that seeps through pain, this breakfast cooking, risen Lord who came, he's personal. And the person? It's you. It's me. Out of the darkness, spacious place, he sets us free. And it's every other person that ever breathed or laughed or cried for every single precious one that's died. It's personal. This Easter day, may you know his love for you. X marks the spot. You are the treasure. Y, it's you. And Z, even as you sleep and wake again, may you remember he will never leave you. May you have well-being this Easter day. We worship at your feet Where wrath and mercy meet And the guilty world is washed By love's pure stream For us he was made sin Oh help me take it in Deep wounds of love cry out Father forgive Resurrection power we 
Looking back at his life on earth, I suppose in many respects Jesus could be seen as something of a failure. He was born into poverty and he seemed happiest wandering through the small towns and villages surrounding the coast of Galilee, preaching to the poor and unimportant. He didn't even have many friends. In fact, they all eventually abandoned him and one of them even betrayed him. And while he was dying, his executioners gambled for his clothing, the only property that he had on earth. Yet three days later, he was alive again just as he promised, and that's the power of that very first Easter. Jesus was and is the only way to God. His coming into the world proves that God cares and wants to get to know us all. This friendship with God is like a wonderful gift. Whoever, wherever you are, Jesus is for you. Lord Jesus, Early in the morning, a voice in a guarded graveyard and footsteps in the dew proved that you had risen, that you had come back to those and for those who had forgotten, denied and destroyed you. Hallowed be your name. To all of us, you, me, our families, our community, our friends, where regret is real, Jesus grants us on this Easter day the right to begin again.
Thine be the glory, another great Easter hymn, and my thanks to Ruth Rice, founder of the charity Renew Wellbeing. And there are Renew Spaces here in Douglas at The Well on Broadway and in Peel Methodist Church opposite the Centenary Centre. And Ruth will be back joining me again very soon with another weekly series. I'll tell you more about that next week. But now it's time to finish with a look at our notice board. If you're in or near Douglas, there's still time to get to St Thomas's for their family communion service with an Easter egg hunt for the youngsters that starts this morning at 11 o'clock with a warm welcome for everyone. The cool Methodist Chapel just near the business park in Braddon have their Easter Sunday service this afternoon at 5 o'clock. This will be a communion service for Easter Day led by Reverend Andy Fishburne. And the service this evening at half past six in Sandygate Chapel will be led by Reverend Brian Yardy and will include Holy Communion. Also tonight at half past six is the Easter Communion at Dolby Church, which will be led by Cheryl Cousins and the very Reverend Nigel Godfrey. And as with many things at St James's, this will be a peaceful, prayerful time with a genuine welcome for everyone. Looking now to the rest of the week and on Tuesday the 19th, there's a coffee morning in Port St Mary Methodist Church from 10 until half past 11. And on Thursday the 21st, there's another Tabor on Thursday, a themed night starting at half past 7, also in Port St Mary Methodist Church. This month, it's a Danish night with a meal and tickets are £15 each. To book your place, ring 834 696. The Parish of Russian have a series of Thursday spring concerts for you to enjoy in St Catherine's Church in Port Erin. And the next one is this Thursday, the 21st, when the Manx Saxophone Ensemble will entertain you. The concert in St Catherine's Church starts at a quarter to eight, with free admission and refreshments in the hall afterwards, with the opportunity to donate to a retiring collection if you wish. And finally to next weekend, and it's the very popular service of Blessing of the Bees and Beekeepers of the Island next Sunday morning at half past ten in Sulby Methodist Church. Crosby Silver Band will provide the music and Derek will lead the service. This isn't just for beekeepers, but for everyone. There'll be refreshments afterwards and a chance to meet and chat with some of the island's leading beekeepers. Also next Sunday, the 24th, the Mariners will be in Abbeylands Chapel for an evening service at which Jane Main will be the soloist, Gareth Moore is the organist, and I have the privilege of delivering the message. As usual, it'll be followed by supper and community hymn singing with a warm welcome for everyone. And that's all that we have time for now. But I'll be back in the studio tonight from 9 for Easter Sundown. So do please join me if you can as we share some easy listening music for this special weekend. Please email me if you've got items for the notice board or you'd like to request a favourite hymn. My address is judithlay at manxradio.com. So till whenever we meet again, this is Judith saying thank you for listening and I wish you and those you love a truly blessed and happy Easter and a very good morning. The Nation Station makes rain.